Hello, everybody. It is Sunday, June 30th. Mm-hmm. We are creeping in <laughs> on the most magical time of year, right? which is NBA free agency, which is essentially what this episode is going to be dedicated to. Right. That and uh, Game of Thrones spoilers. <laughs> Game of Thrones spoilers. So if you're not caught up on Game of Thrones, which you damn well should be at this point, <laughs> uh, please skip. Yeah. Like we'll leave a link or a timestamp in the description to tell you where to skip to. Um, but please do not listen to anything that we're going to say here because spoilers in three, two, one. Okay. So I started binging Game of Thrones like the very end of May. Mm-hmm. It was after the first episode we did here. Let, let me say after I prodded and oh prodded God, and prodded yeah. <laughs> it was, it was. and said, watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it, Emma. Right. Because here's the thing is I absolutely love fantasy stories and um, TV shows, things like that. I'm a fantasy writer, hopefully, like soon to be. But that's what I enjoy writing the most. So, But Game of Thrones had always been something that seemed like way too cruel and not something that I would ever be a fan of. Um, But Zach was like, just watch a few episodes with me. So we watched a few episodes together and I got so hooked. So I... May like 31st, I think, I started watching it. I am now on the second to last episode. So I'm very stressed out. Um, and now I understand what you've been saying this whole time. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. It was, and, and. It's horrible, but it's good. It It's horrible in the fact that some of the things they do are horrible in the yeah. show. Like but, nightmarish. So all of my, when you started watching it, mm-hmm. very, and, and I caught a lot of flack for this and you gave me some shit for this opinion Not a too ton, but a little yeah. a little yeah <laughs> where i was like okay yeah denarius is a little oh uh, i just uh, you i got bad vibes because we talked about who we wanted on the iron throne at the end of it right and i said ideally for me in the beginning i wanted it to be rob stark i fucking loved rob stark that didn't last long so then i was like okay give me Jon snow but realistically i would like denarius over cersei and you were like mm-hmm you're not a fan not 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 Cersei necessarily but just the idea of Daenerys in general because she gave me I don't know the shit she did it yeah it bothered me like some of the stuff she did and I got like the frame of everyone we're like oh horrible awful people whatever but it bothered me yeah. the way she carried out. So I Which even it, it even bothered me too, like the Slave Masters episode we were talking about. Yeah. Um, where she ended up like doing very bad things to right. a large group of people. And I was like, God, I didn't like that. You know, there was people who were like, Yes, this is totally justified. I was definitely not one of those people. Because right. I was like, This is this is way too much. Um, so that was like one of the first things where I was like, mm, maybe not. And then now she has just destroyed like most of the capital. A city. Yeah. Of people. Even though like, they've rung the bells, they've surrendered. And she it's like innocent people. Eviscerating women and children. Yeah. It's yeah. horrible. Um, another thing that you said in the beginning, you were like, I like Varys. And I did not at yep. all. I was like, this guy is weird. I was. I love Varys. He's just. Whole I, time. I don't know. But th- there were some moments where I was like, uh no and he just got killed in the last episode yep i was devastated and i was so surprised i told you that you would like him i know but i was so surprised that i was like genuinely like that sucked yeah like out of all the people i honestly like i had a list of people going into this season who i was like if they're killed i'm gonna stop watching out of principle (laughs) 
<laughs> you were, I will say though, and I would like to stand by this. Mm-hmm. You were very late to the party on Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, no, like years late. I started a month ago. Yeah, <laughs> the show very ended. very late to the party. Right, but that was intentional for me because I, here's the thing: is I knew if I start watching this, I'm gonna get totally addicted, mm-hmm. and I'm not somebody who can wait two years for a season. So I waited until it was over, and then was able to just get through the whole show. Right. So I think it's also appropriate for me to say then. And uh, I don't get to say this too often. I was right. Yeah. But I was also right in that I wasn't going to like it. Because I have a very love-hate relationship with it. But I was right. (laughs) Yes, you were right. Perfect. Uh, And with that beautiful segue, (laughs) let's hop into sports. You know, the thing that you actually listen to this show for. Um, Not dragons. (laughs) not, Not dragons and murder and blah, blah, blah. Honestly, uh, there's probably people who are like, wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> wait a second. I liked that. Yeah, like that was um, way more fun. <laughs> um, NBA free agency. This is this is going to be. Mm-hmm. If you are not an NBA fan, I'm sorry. Yeah. But this we'll is. We'll talk about Game of Thrones again at the end. Yeah, we'll, we'll, like, we'll gossip about that. Sure. We'll throw um, phone. We, we might talk about the uh, prequels to Game of Thrones that HBO is going to be doing Ooh, or, yeah. or uh, you know, the spinoffs. Um, but. NBA free agency is happening. Yeah. We are. It is in full swing. And it's earlier this year. It's like six hours earlier. Yeah. Something like that. Because <laughs> it starts at 6 p.m. tonight instead of midnight. Right. Um, and so NBA free agency, full swing, full tilt. Yeah. Gossip rumors are flying. Which means I mean, we're actually only about five hours away. So right. we will know tomorrow when you all are listening to this probably. This will be super right. dated. Right. In like five hours, <laughs> right. once free agency hits. Everyone's um, going to be like, this is old news. Right. And you were wrong about everything. Right. They're going to be like, you weren't even remotely correct on that. <laughs> um, so I can't wait to be wrong. Uh, but let's hop into it. Okay. Because we have some huge names. Some that so, are more like, some that are, there's going to be more movement than others. Yeah. Example, Clay Thompson. He's not leaving Golden State. Sure. But. Let's uh let's hop into it. Okay, so first person, uh, let's talk about Kawhi Leonard. Okay, because we have very different opinions on this. Mm-hmm. I totally believe he's staying in Toronto. Right. You think he is going elsewhere? I, I, I've seen all the gossip, all the rumors that him and KD are talking, that mm-hmm. they are discussing a possibility in a future playing together. Yeah. And those rumors. I'm very, if you were going to stay, you wouldn't even think about going somewhere else. And you wouldn't, you wouldn't discuss, you wouldn't reach out to Kevin Durant and you wouldn't start talking to him about going other places. Because like, you're going to evaluate all of your options, especially if you're Kawhi Leonard, you just won a championship, right? So like you are a huge name on this market. You're the first name we're talking about. You're going to evaluate all of your options. You're going to look into any, everything, but ultimately as Bleacher Report put it um, very nicely, they just kind of explained how they won a championship in one year. And he looks like he's having more fun gelling with teammates more here than he has anywhere else. And I agree with so that So I entirely. think there's no better basketball fit for him than Toronto. Right. And, and I totally agree with that. I totally agree with he looks like he's having more fun. He seems like he's enjoying it. I made the point on the last... The city week. worships him. Right. I, well, I made the point on the last episode that entire country, if he stays, will worship him. Right. 
and which I is mean, a great point, right? You're not talking about a market like you're not just if like I said last week, if he goes to L.A., he's not even the biggest star in L.A. Right, and not only that, but Drake is also his personal butler. Right, <laughs> right. Drake will also do anything that he needs right. to do to keep Kawhi. But here's the only reason that I'm now more a little more skeptical about it mm-hmm. because I'm I'm a firm believer that Kawhi is all business. And yeah. everything that I've ever seen from Kawhi, every bit of gossip, every everything, is that he is all business. He does not play around. He would not, you know, he wouldn't necessarily test the waters if he wasn't interested. Another thing we should consider, though, mm-hmm. is that if him and Kevin Durant really do team up, why are they talking about this now? Kevin Durant's out for the next year. Wouldn't make sense for him to leave right away. Yeah, but, I mean, he's going to sign a long-term deal somewhere. He's going to sign a five-year deal, probably at minimum, right? It's going... Sure. Let's let's put it it this way. But it wouldn't make sense for them to get together now. But it would because you're not planning for this next year. Everyone and their mom knows Kevin Durant isn't going to play next year. Right. He tore his Achilles. He's done. Yeah. But you are setting this up to say, okay... Kawhi's not going to sign a one-year deal. That's not how this is going to work. No, but I don't think that he's going to go somewhere without next year at the forefront of his mind. Right, and I and I understand that completely, but I also think he's smart enough to know that, yeah, all right, I might go somewhere next year. Kevin Durant's not going to be the in the starting five, but that's fine because then I get four years after that of me and KD. Mm-hmm. And I think that idea that picture of those four years of him and Katie if Kawhi and Katie are playing together on a team and Katie is anywhere near the player that he is before he got hurt if he's able to recover and fully get back to the shape that he was in that is a dangerous team yeah for sure genuinely and so I think I don't think Kawhi's planning for the next year Kawhi's planning for the next five years what are those going to look like? Yeah, I just think, I don't know. I just think there's so many questions on the table that I don't see. Like you said, he's all business. So if he's looking at this purely from a business perspective, he's like, well, KD might not even get back to being the all-around player he is. What if he has more injuries? What if things like this happen? I don't see him justifying this enough. I think he stays in Toronto, goes back, um, and tries to win more championships. Uh, and see, that is that is the... Uh, that is one way for him to definitely frame it. But another way is I can play with one of the greatest scorers of all time. Which is fair. And and then we're not even considering the third option that now that the Lakers have freed up their cap space, Kawhi and his team have scheduled a meeting with them. God, there's so many people who are like tweeting about this and who are to, like they're go- that he's going to go to the Lakers. Right. I, oh, so God, I hope now that. we're thinking about maybe – the potential of Kawhi KD or not Kawhi KD Kawhi LeBron and Anthony Davis yeah on one team That's, together <laughs> Jesus Christ like, like that team won't just win the championship they'll like conquer the world oh that is, that is a team that just eviscerates competition on they, their gonna... worst night <laughs> on their worst night they're beating you by 10 right and that is that is on their worst night yeah and That's like so, one of them goes out with an injury worst right. night. And, yeah, and I totally agree with that. 
I, I will say, and I like that we're co- covering Kawhi first mm-hmm. because he is the, in my opinion, the hardest player to predict out of all of them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If anyone out there is like, yeah, I know what's going on in Kawhi Leonard's head, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> they, they don't. You don't. And you have no like, idea what he's saying. Turn that off. Don't listen to that ever again. Right. Because you have no idea. Nobody knows, um, which is why I think he's the most interesting. But he's also somebody who I think is going to be like, like I call him a domino. Mm-hmm. So like Eric Hosmer was in free agency a few years back with the MLB. I think once he goes, then other dominoes are going to start to fall and other players are going to kind of like. And here's where I'll sit though on Kawhi versus like Hosmer, as you said. Yeah. I think Kawhi is a large, if we're going to use the domino metaphor, a larger domino than Eric Hosmer well, would okay, be in the MLB. Yes. And I'm just using Hosmer because the deal with him was that Basically, however much money he demanded was setting the precedent for the other players. I'm not saying that's the same with Kawhi. I just think it was a similar situation. I think of him uh, more like a Harper, Machado, Trout kind of deal. That big, yeah. it's a big deal yeah. wherever he goes. Okay, sure. If you want to use that. Yeah. If you want to just, you know, do that to me. <laughs> Stomp on the metaphor. Yeah. Just like um, take a perfect metaphor and shred it. That's fine. Um, but he is the, like, he is... To your point, an incredibly impactful player for how the rest of free agency is going to go because I agree with you. I think where he falls, how he moves, will impact one way or another the rest of free agency. Yeah, Because players are going to see that move and they're going to go, okay, so say he teams up with KD. Yeah. All right, well, do I want to go try to play for these teams now that are going to run into them all the time, blah, blah, blah. Well, and it's also, uh, okay, if – he teams up with Anthony Davis, LeBron James. They're mm. winning, right? Yeah. Like, flat out. That's so a, that's a cha- that is a dynasty team in the making. Right. So it's, okay, do I want to take less and go for a more competitive team that's still probably not going to win? Or do I take more and go to a lesser organization because we're still not going to win, but I'll get money? So I, I do think that this that could change um, right. things very heavily. Um, next person I want to talk about is... Uh, Kyrie Irving. Kyrie. Um, Woj, is that how you say that? Woj? Yeah, Woj. Okay, sure. So Woj confirmed that Kyrie Irving is going to the Nets, which we've been talking about for a few weeks now. Mm -hmm. Um, Both of us thought that that was happening. How does this change free agency for you? Um, So I look at this in two ways. And it it sort of comes back to KD a little bit. Mm -hmm. Where, all right, if you're Kevin Durant now, Kyrie is going to go to the Nets. Yeah. The Nets are confirmed on Katie's list as one of the teams that he's looking at. Mm-hmm. If you can't get with Kawhi, if Kawhi stays in Toronto, why not go to the Nets? Why not go to a team where you know you have a great guard behind you? Now, Kyrie's not necessarily, I wouldn't consider him the best leader and I don't know enough about Kevin Durant's leadership qualities to say right. anything on it. But you have an opportunity now to go and play with Kyrie, which is Kevin Durant-Kyrie. What a great one-two combo in Brooklyn. Right. And that's kind of exactly what I was going to say is I think that if Kawhi Leonard stays home in Toronto, then I think Kevin Durant goes to the Nets and plays with Kyrie. And I think that team is also a dangerous combination because those two together, like, I think that they balance each other out pretty well. Uh, once again, we don't know anything about leadership. But right. As two players coming together, they, 
that's a, a star-studded team. It is, and it, it would be a team that I would be – I would love to watch. I liked watching Brooklyn last oh, year yeah. with their young core, guys that were showing – with D'Lo's revitalization of his career, essentially. Mm-hmm. I really loved watching that team. I liked watching them and the Kings because both were young teams that I felt like were having a lot of fun with what they were doing. But now – you're talking about a team that's going to make a run in the East. Yeah. You're talking about a team that is going to contend. And if they get the right core pieces around them, if you get a dominant big, perhaps, someone who can board very well, because Kyrie's not going to get you boards, fine. Right. Kevin Durant can get you boards, but you need some people down on the glass. And I think they have the pieces already in place to do that. Yeah, I agree. If you're just talking about those two alone with like a mediocre team behind them, they're still going to be in the playoffs. And well, I, I still they're still going to be contenders to win the East at that point. So, see, I wouldn't go that far. I'd say they'd still be contenders, like they'd still be in the playoffs. But if you get the right pieces around them, then they're definitely contenders to be in if, the champions of the East. If KD comes back in the form that we have seen him, and Kyrie is obviously still the same player that right. we know him today. Untucked Kyrie. <laughs> Untucked Kyrie. Well, that's just not fair. That's like a nuclear <laughs> bomb. Um, you are talking about one of the most lethal takeover scoring teams in the league. Yeah, and that's fair. I just think about the other teams in the East, like the Bucks, the Celtics, like you're big names who are also definitely still in the running um right which actually if we're finished with Kyrie perfect segue brings us to our next point of Jimmy Butler oh (laughs) man Jimmy all right can we talk about the Houston uh what I would call the the challenger disaster of Houston (laughs) if Butler is to go and play with Harden and Chris Paul who already uh, let's let's frame it like this if you are completely oblivious to what goes on, <laughs> the name of this episode. I'm sorry. The Challenger, the disaster. Challenger disaster. Um, if you are completely unaware of everything that's going on in Houston, yeah, the chemistry issues between James Harden and Chris Paul are catas- cataclysmic. Cataclysmic. Jesus Christ, I can't. I thought you were going to say catastrophic. You catastrophic. went totally different route I with there. I honestly couldn't decide between two words right there, so I think <laughs> I my brain just gave out on me. Um, it works. But completely catastrophic, cataclysmic, whatever you want to say. <laughs> it's not good. Yeah. Jimmy Butler is not someone <laughs> that I see going to a franchise and rectifying all of the locker room issues that you have. Okay, so... You have a meadow in front of you, right? Stay with me here. Right. Jimmy Butler's not your rainbow in the meadow. Okay. Jimmy Butler's your wildfire in the meadow. I was about to say, Jimmy Butler is a forced fire encroaching right. on the meadow. Yeah. He's like coming up and everybody's like, shit, get out of here. That's Jimmy Butler. Um, he's a he's an incredibly talented player. Right. He's so good. He just seems like a crazy guy. But you cannot tell me. That it's a good idea to bring him to the Rockets, <laughs> the ro- of every Honestly, team in the league right you know now. What? I want that. I want that so badly just to see how that unfolds. I I've seen so many posts on Twitter, so many posts on like Reddit, Instagram of like Jimmy Butler shows up, Rocket, like we're gonna win a championship. That's his opening presser because that will 100% be said. Yeah, and it's like sure. Rockets in November, and it's just guys fist fighting <laughs> right. on a basketball court, like. That is what 
That is the kind of chemistry disaster that we are talking about. Would it be that, that fist fight? Did you see that? The Little League game yeah. that erupted into fist yeah, fight? Yeah, I saw that. That's what Jimmy Butler brings that, to the table. That is, that is two guys at a rec league basketball game just teeing off on each other right. for no reason. Yeah. Like, it, it, it could not – I. <laughs> And I think Jimmy Butler is a great stopping point before we go into break, but it could not get worse. Yeah. Is there a worse alternative? No. Chemistry-wise. I, I, no. I do think it's interesting, though, that um, a guy from Miami whose name is escaping me right now reached out to him and was like, hey, let's link up. Was that like, Whiteside? That I don't know out who him? it was. Okay. Um, but he was just saying, like, hey, let's get together. Let's talk about this. Like, they were – like, he wanted to have dinner with him or something. And he was like, oh, for sure. Like, when I'm in Miami. Like, yeah. So, that seems to be Jimmy possible. in Miami, fine. Yeah. That would be okay. He can be the alpha dog. He can – everyone is going to fall in line with Jimmy in I, Miami. I, I think it would be okay, too, if he stayed with the 76ers. It doesn't seem to be a huge issue there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, please go to the Rockets. But <laughs> so I can oh see my it. god, I can't! I can't wait for the report. I just want to see it. I can't! I can read! I can almost read the headlines in my head now. <laughs> trouble in trouble in Houston. Right. Trouble in Paralyzed. Houston, Houston we, have we have problems. Problem. There yeah. you go. <laughs> like that, I was that waiting is, for you to use. Yeah, yeah. That is your disaster. It fits. <laughs> right, right. It fits. Apollo, whatever. Um, <laughs> Apollo, Jimmy. What? It doesn't matter. Like is it Apollo Eleven? Uh, I can't remember. I think it's Apollo. Sure. Or 13. It's one of the two. Yeah. Apollo Houston. Like, uh, it doesn't... It's going to be... I don't see it just working out as this, like, kumbaya. Everyone holds hands and we're like, we we love each other. What a great team. I see fist fights in a locker room in the middle of November when the Rockets are clinging on to, like, the sixth seed in the West and mm. super underperforming, even though they should be a one or two seed. But him in Miami. Oh, it was Apollo thirteen. Sorry, Apollo I was thirteen. That up. Gotcha. No, you're good. I'm, I'm sure all of our listeners were super afraid. Oh yeah, they of, were like very intense on it. They're like, they're like yeah. screaming, and they're like, "It's the Tom Hanks movie." They're like Emma, God, <laughs> how could you not know that? Um, but I, I just that would be such a disaster for chemistry. Right. We're talking about like, I sort of view him going to Houston. Butler going to Houston as Minnesota 2.0. Right. And, I mean, we all know how that went. And right. spoiler alert, wasn't good. Wasn't awesome. <laughs> it, it didn't really pan out for everyone involved. Wasn't the best it could be. No. And, but except with, like, let's replace Wiggins and Cat with Butler and, or uh, Paul and Harden. Right. Like, that God. is what you're looking and at. And those are, those are guys who seem to have more of a chip on their shoulder, I think. So that would even be worse. Or more outspoken. Right, yeah. Yeah. I guess Wiggins chip on the shoulder is, isn't the best. Wiggins but. is a little quiet and, you know. I I, it, I don't think I've ever heard Kat say anything. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever happens with him, I'm all in. I'm mm -hmm. fully invested because yep. I need – I kind of – is it – fucked up of me to just be like i want him to go to houston no that's what i just said <laughs> no i know you i know you did but i'm like i, I really kind of want you trying to shade me right now <laughs> <laughs> i want to see that twitter post in a few months where he's in houston fist fighting yeah. with chris paul or james harden yeah what was just just like oh shit <laughs> yeah but what's that meme oh shit here we go again <laughs> yeah oh shit here we go again <laughs> there it is um yeah, Jesus. 
I, I can't wait. I'm so excited. With that so, being said, yeah, we gotta hop into our first break so Zach's brain has time to reform. <laughs> yeah, I gotta, I gotta take a breather here before I just <laughs> explode. Um, but thank you so much for joining us. When we come back from the break, mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about Kevin Durant. Or not Kevin Durant. Jesus. <laughs> I was going to let you go with it. <laughs> We're going to see how far you go. <laughs> We're going to talk about Clay Thompson. Thank you, <laughs> Emma, for correcting me on that. Uh, we're going to talk about D'Angelo Russell, mm-hmm. Kemba Walker, Lakers' possible outcomes, because there are so many for them yes. now. Um, at, oh, and the Pistons. Oh, yeah. That's got to be the closer. Making free agency news. In just all the wrong ways. Right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, thank you so much for joining us in the Easy Sports Podcast. We will be right back. You ever let go? How do you recognize the dirty face of gold? On that crooked line where you never knew you'd go. Headed for the open door. All right, everybody. Welcome back. Um, Clay Thompson. This yeah. is the easiest one to discuss. So let's just get off of it. Yeah, he's staying. He's staying. Absolutely. All right, done. We got that. <laughs> Clay Thompson's staying in Golden State. If you think anything else, come on. Yeah. I mean, his dad basically confirmed it. it he seems to always have enjoyed it there. It's his home. It makes sense. He's staying in Golden State. Yeah. He said briefly, oh, I'd open up my options to the Clippers if the Golden State Warriors didn't offer me a $190 million How max How dumb deal. would they have to be uh, to not offer him that? That statement was like, okay, but they're going to offer you. So right. basically you're saying, you're I would staying. only leave if they didn't offer me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Clay staying. Mm-hmm. Done and dusted. That was easy. Um, Kemba Walker. Let's hop into him next. Mm-hmm. He is going to Boston. He's going to sign a four-year – I saw a report that he's going to sign a four-year deal with them. They've pretty much – I mean, if you're going to replace Kyrie Irving, they did as good of a job yeah, right now this is the way to go. Do it. As a Celtics fan, that was really exciting news for me. Um, I was really glad to see – because it's obviously not like apples and apples, but it's as close as you can get. But Kemba's damn good. He's damn good. And I think he's going to add a lot to the team um, – I think he's totally going to suffice as a replacement. Right. I, he's, he's had a great year this year. Yeah. I mean, he, he had a monster year this year. He looked as good as he's ever looked, in my opinion. Um, and so, like I said, if you're going to replace Kyrie with someone who's available right now, mm-hmm. shit. You Kem- got to go. Kemba yeah. is as, as good as that gets. So that team will be really interesting. I have seen some reports. I watched some videos where they talk about Kemba's a better leader than Kyrie was. Um, he seems to be a guy who's pretty stable, got his head on his shoulders really well. And that's um, a huge thing that's been missing for Boston is right. having somebody who can come out and be like, Hey, I not, I own this team, but like I'm the leader of this team. Right. And that's something that's, I, I think critical for every team. So to have that kind of inconsistency there, because I mean, we've had great leaders in the past, mm-hmm. but now I think that he'll be better than Kyrie in that aspect. Yeah. It, it balances. It all ends up balancing. Right. Out. So I'm curious to see 
what that team is going to do next year. Yeah. Because dynamics are going to be really interesting to watch. Dynamics will be very interesting. And that'll be Gordon Hayward will be back full Mm -hmm. strength. So excited about that. Very exciting stuff for Boston fans. Al Horford probably gone. Yeah, I think so. Um, I was just looking at something. Here, I'll find it again. Uh, but, yeah, I think he's probably gone. He, he just followed Drew Holiday and Zion Williamson on Instagram. Mm, I hate that. If we're <laughs> going to be speculative, that means he's going to New Orleans. Yeah. Al Horford to New Orleans confirmed? <laughs> Question mark? Maybe. We'll see. It could happen. It wouldn't. I, I wouldn't even bat an eye, honestly. But, um, yeah, I like that. It was. Uh, I saw he followed those two, and I saw a tweet that was like, "Oh, cool, <laughs> neat." Yeah. Um, also, love the video that's circulating around right now of Ky- Kyrie, mm-hmm. where it's like he's a man of his word, and he's sitting in Boston. He's like, "If you guys will have me, I'm not going anywhere next right. summer." And I'm so happy that that video is circulating around right now. Yeah, that's a yikes. <laughs> I don't really care. I mean, it's not a big deal. Some people are so butthurt about that. He promised. Well, I mean. <laughs> He doesn't owe you shit. No, he doesn't. Absolutely not. And, like, he needs to do what's best for him. But why would you ever say that? I mean... Just in general. I mean, at that point in time? Yeah, but you still... You never know what could... I'm never going to, like, go into a job and be like, yeah, absolutely, I'm going to be here for the next X amount of years. Because you never know what's going to happen. Like, you can say, like, hey, I hope other opportunities might come up, but, like... I, hope I'm gonna be I don't here. I don't think it's completely inappropriate to be like I plan on being here. I will be here next year. Uh, like if if at that time your feelings are that strong, fine. Like you can say that. Yeah, I don't know. It just it's kind of annoying to me. That's right. just me though. Um and so, yeah, that video is circulating around. Love it. Mm-hmm. Love more all the Boston fans that are all butthurt about it. Just freaking, "Oh, he promised us." Ooh, like you're a child. wonder if we could go one episode without Boston slander. No. Just one. Incorrect. Every episode should involve Boston slander. Oh, okay. That's All what right. makes it a good episode. Yeah. Speaking of which, how'd your Red Sox do yesterday? All right. So you're just going to twist the knife? How'd the, how'd the pitching staff perform? Listen, Yankees pitching staff was not good either. I'm not talking about the Yankees. I'm just saying. One team won that game. One team lost. Okay. Let's talk about the Pistons. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> My expectation, severely low. <laughs> you can't hurt me. Only I can hurt me. <laughs> there is nothing you can say to me, a Detroit sports fan, That's that can true. truly hurt me anymore. I've watched a team go 0-16. I have suffered. <laughs> I also, I loved, though, just brief segue since you mentioned Boston. Yeah. Did you see the picture of Meghan, Markle, and Harry just Mm-mm. chilling in the stands? Love that. I tweeted yeah. about it. It's um, I'll, I retweeted it actually on our account because, you know, got a self-promo. Sure. Um, but it's literally Prince Harry and Meghan Markle just sitting in the stands like anybody else. Just chilling. And this guy turns and he sees Prince Harry next to him and he's like, oh, like mouth open, completely yeah. shocked. Just like imagine that. Imagine being in that guy's shoes for a second. You're like, yeah, I'm like with the wife, going to crack open a beer, just chill, watch the watch the game. This will be fun. It's never happened before in London. Mm-hmm. Right. Turn to your left and it's the fucking Duke. What? <laughs> I, I, I really just hope it was some Bostonian that just did not know what was going on. Okay. Who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> Why has he got so much security? 
anyway. Ma, they got a big then, clock out here. <laughs> and then you see like Meghan Markle in the same shot, just like looking at somebody and like waving and she's adorable and right. I love her, but it was just like the funniest image. Love I it. Know. I was a big fan of it. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, prince and princesses aside, or Duke, Duke and Duchess. Duchess. Who cares? I, I mean, facts matter. So, nah. But whatever. Uh, it's across the pond. <laughs> <laughs> um, so ethics don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, your your Boston team, the Red Sox. All right, let's get back and to then, free agency. And then the Royals <laughs> just let someone hit a grand slam off of them. What if? Sheesh. What if we talked about free agency? <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll hop back into free agency. I'm like crying in but, the corner. Yeah. <laughs> Kemba Walker to Boston, that'll happen. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be awesome. Yeah. But it leaves Devonte Graham now, as number one on the depth chart in Charlotte. Yeah, it does. Starting point guard Devonte <laughs> Graham. I'm here for it. Oh yeah, I'm here for that. I stand for this. <laughs> um, I, I would be so happy to see Devonte as starting point guard next. Yeah, because he's he's performed pretty consistently. Yeah, he was right. He was, like he played pretty well. He's last been year. solid. He crushed everyone in the G League every time they sent him down. Yeah, there. exactly. So I'm saying, like, he's been very solid. He's clearly performing well. I don't see why you wouldn't throw him up there. Could be fun. Could be a good time. Next one we're going to talk about: mm-hmm. D'Angelo Russell. Right. Ice in his veins, D'Lo. <laughs> I mean, he is. He's one of the more, in my opinion, one of the more interesting players in the league. Okay. Just from sort of following his whole trajectory as a player because he's with the Lakers. They thought he was a disappointment. He gets shipped off from the Lakers. Then he's in Brooklyn. He sort of has this resurgence in his career, revitalization, if you will. Sure. Last year where he just showed out. Um, No more rumors of him recording teammates on camera without them knowing and exposing (laughs) them for cheating on their girlfriends. Um, But, you know, all the small things. Yeah, Um, bad looks all around. But then reports surfaced yesterday. The Lakers reached out to his agents about coming back to L.A. Yeah. About being a Laker again. So now we're looking at the possibility of Lakers having D'Angelo Russell, LeBron, A.D. Jesus. Which would be a fun team. That would be a very, very fun team. I would, I'm all for it. Watching D'Lo co- go back to L.A. Now, I hope he still performs at the same level. Right. What if it's just like Los Angeles is poison to him? It, it could be. Who knows? But D'Lo going back to L.A., performing with LeBron and A.D., that would be, in, in my opinion, the perfect full circle. Right. On his, leaves L.A., trains, gets better, gets stronger, more mature, comes back to L.A., wins a championship. What a redemption circle <laughs> right. we are talking about there. Yeah. Um, like, that's a, amazing. That's a Jamie Lannister level redemption arc that we're giving him. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying that you are. Um, there are certain elements of that arc that I hope are left out in Delo's case. But, uh, oh, God. I didn't think about that. <laughs> um, okay, redacted. <laughs> yeah. But... It, it, it would be a great redemption story. And we're not even thinking, but we haven't even mentioned Kyle Kuzma's in L.A. still. Right. He didn't get shipped Pe- out. Yeah, people tend to forget about that. player. Yeah. I think people tend to forget about not only that he's still there, but how talented he is. Right. And so now you're talking about. That's okay, a solid D-Lo, four. D'Lo, Kuzma, 
AD LeBron. That's a really dangerous team. That is. That's that a championship so, caliber team. Well, yeah. 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 They're one big. I mean, I, they are with just LeBron and AD. With <laughs> LeBron, AD, and Kuzma, they're still, I could say, they, they could this year make a run. Yeah. Especially with Durant being out for the season, Clay yeah. being out for probably most of the year mm-hmm. um, or the whole year, depending on how quick he recovers from that ACL. Right. They'll still be a contender, but you had one more superstar like that. Damn. Yeah. Damn. That They're is going to be, be loaded. a fun team. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, D'Angelo Russell, I, I really, the I'll, I'll say the only team right now that I, I truly see him going to is the Lakers. Clearly. Yeah, I agree with that. And, and I know that's barring Kawhi going to the Lakers or something like that, but I... I'm not. I'm not sure that there's a more clear front runner. At least with all the gossip that we've seen about him, there's not a more clear front runner for him than the Lakers. Yeah, I agree. And I don't think there's a place that really makes more sense than the Lakers. Like I, I don't know. I think this all just adds up. Yeah, I think and it works. I think. I think it could work. Yeah. Him as a, like. It, let's say he does go to the Lakers. He doesn't have to be the guy on that team and Mm -hmm. he will not be the guy he might be the third or fourth option depending on how Kyle Kuzma steps up but you're giving him sort of a the reign to just be D-low yeah not have to control the team not have to be the vocal leader not have to step up and do anything that I would say would be uncharacteristic of him right and yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, another guy that I want to talk about very quickly, well, another franchise really is Sacramento because they're the ones who are making the huge offer supposedly to Horford. Right. Yeah, DeMarcus, I saw that. DeMarcus Cousins is also like in the mix coming, for them. Of coming back to Sacramento. Right. Yeah. So dude must be just like a masochist <laughs> because that sounds awful. But um, – what is that? CBS NBA reports that DeMarcus Cousins is looking for a new NBA home this summer, and the veteran big man is open to return to the Sacramento Kings, according to a report from The Athletic. Um, the interest might be one-sided, though. The Kings have not expressed any interest in bringing him back. Yeah. Which, Why would you want to go back, though? I don't know. I mean, who knows what connections he has down in Sacramento that would make him want to stay or go back, sorry. Uh, so we, we never know those kind of personal connections that a player could have. Well, sure. But the Kings and um, Dwayne Dedman have a mutual interest. They're confident that they're going to agree to a deal today. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting, too. I don't know. That franchise is just so bizarre that I feel like we have to touch on it a little bit. Right. Yeah, that would be interesting. Um, I actually just got a notification, not to backtrack, okay. but on D-Lo, that the Timberwolves are an option. Okay. Which would be really cool. Like that that would I mean him, Carl Anthony Towns, right now Wiggins, we don't know if Wiggins will be <laughs> traded out or moved, mm-hmm. but uh that could be really cool too. But sorry, going back to what you're saying. Boogie going back to Sacramento, they also want have expressed a lot of interest in Horford. I don't necessarily know if you're Sacramento Let's put let's look at it from their shoes. 
I don't necessarily know why you would bring Boogie back. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree. Like, you've got a very good young core. You've got some good young bigs. Willie Cauley-Stein is playing well. Mm-hmm. You know, you've just signed Harrison Barnes, who's not a, necessarily a big, but a good player. Sure. I don't know what you gain out of bringing Boogie back into the fold. Mm-hmm. And what you necessarily have seen over the last year where he's come back and played, that would make you say, oh, yeah, we're missing out. Right. We need to bring him back. He has something that these other guys don't have. Because right now, what does he have that these guys don't have? Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Other than just, like, the name. Right. But but even at that, what does Boogie come to the table? Like, is his name valuable enough to where you can say... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it makes sense to pass up on a guy like Horford or something like that. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Right. Um, I just think that that's interesting that he's even looking or that he's even like trying whatever. Right. I, that's back. just interesting. And that's where I, I never it, I didn't think he was super happy there, but maybe I just read that completely wrong. I didn't think so either. Um, and maybe that just comes back to then, like I said, personal connections. Sure. He's got to have something there that makes him want to come back. And we, yeah. we won't know what that is. Um, with that being said, <laughs> let's talk about one that makes me really mad. All right. Let's talk Sorry, about I'll it. get back on the mic, but let's talk about one that makes me really mad. <laughs> um, and upset. Derek Rose, oh, Jesus. the Pistons and Derek Rose are in talks. Pistons are leading those talks. Looks like he might end up there. Um, my theory, which was supported by your dad is that. He's going to walk off of the stage. Don't even say this. Don't even say it. Don't say it. His kneecaps will just explode. What an awful thing to say. (laughs) I. uh, It is so. He just needs to stop. Is that fair to say? No, I'm not going to say that. Because I think if he believes he can play, he should play. Well, right, but I don't know. It just feels like it's time a little bit. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. If he's got it left in the tank, fine. My, I don't even know how to put this. I'm so frustrated. All right, so. I wish everyone could see the look on your face. Like, I wish this was a YouTube podcast sometimes so everyone could just see your level of hatred for this. All right, I want to be wrong here. Mm -hmm. And I want to make that very clear. But I, I made this point to one of my friends. This is 2011. Fuck yeah. We're getting Derek Rose. Let's go. Yeah. Right? If we're getting Derrick Rose and Blake Griffin in 2011, I'm doing laps around my house. What what phenomenal news. Uh, But Derrick Rose, Blake is awesome. He's been playing great. Yeah, Derrick Rose has been playing well, and he could present himself as a versatile guard that can do a lot of things for the Pistons that we haven't had, especially with ball control and some decent shooting and a – good ability to get into the lane Mm -hmm. you know my fear is the injuries because I've always been skeptical on players that have gotten hurt a bunch in the past and that have a long laundry list of injuries right and it's not even just like gotten hurt once and like came back and was okay it's It's repetitive very clearly a pattern which of course not his fault but right still there and not something i would wish on him of course not and we're not at all saying that it's just like and that was honestly one of the reasons where i was like ah why don't you just like take a step back right because 
I know how heartbreaking injuries can be and how much like because I've been injured and had to miss like uh, seasons and things like that and that's devastating right and so for me I mean this guy has just got to love this game I, like I, but and that's that's another thing where it's like he, the reports that surfaced when he was with the Cavs that he wants to reevaluate his future with basketball and stuff like right. that right I don't want to sign a guy for I don't know how much it's going to work out to be but let's say 15 million a year right I don't want to sign a guy for 15 million a year 20 million a year five million a year like any of that who is uncertain of if he wants to play the game yeah and I don't I'm not Derrick Rose I don't know him I don't know where he's at mentally with it but but if, if you're feeling strongly enough to say that but if you're having those doubts and you're taking I, time off right but even that if stresses you're, me out I think if you're having doubts privately that's one thing but then to say that and say like I'm reevaluating my future. That's like, those are very serious. And what we need to also keep in mind is we don't know how those came to light. But I mean, yeah, that's true. Like, we don't know if that was someone in his circle that might have leaked that information out but or if, anything. If he said that. If he said it, that sucks. And that's, I think that's hugely important to think about because like, I'm somebody who I won't say anything until I'm like 1000% like yes this is a possibility you know or whatever right. and i'm very intentional with my words and i think a lot of people are that way and you know there there of course are some who aren't mm -hmm. but to me if you're going out of your way to say something that means that is for sure on your mind so we've talked about now what is m my fears mm -hmm. and the negatives that we have seen associated with this move where oh god Please, like, don't, one, don't get hurt. Two, please still love basketball. Right. Um, but on the flip side. If things go well. If things go well. And this is where I'm going to try to keep my head at <laughs> for when I see the press conference with him holding a Pistons jersey. With the pain in your eyes. <laughs> this is where I'm going to stay at mentally. If things go well. Uh, and him, Drummond, and Blake team up together have a phenomenal year it's gonna be awesome yeah and i'm so happy that we because we really haven't as if you're a detroit basketball fan or just an nba fan in general the pistons haven't had a great guard mm -hmm. in a long time yeah safe to say safe to say safe to say so that since really chauncey billups left yeah it has been sort of a revolving door of people that are good they're fine but they aren't franchise guards and Derrick Rose while he might not be the player the MVP caliber player anymore that he was still prevents a very presents a very solid option yeah. for us as a team if he averages 20 a game that's great yeah like he's a good scoring guard defending we can get there <laughs> we'll figure that out but he does prevent a present a good option as a solid scoring guard who can give you let's keep it at even if he gives me 18 tonight gives yeah. you 18 tonight then you've got blake and drummond to handle you on the glass now you just need a couple more shooters yeah that's solid and that's not if we're keeping things positive, that's not a bad option. No. 
and I honestly I hope it goes that way for you guys. Oh, I never do you never want somebody to get injured, especially somebody like Derrick Rose who's already dealt with all of this in the past. So right. I mean, of course, I hope um, all the best, but I don't know. This, yeah. This season's going to be wild. This season of free agency, I should say. It, it'll be really crazy, and we'll know more, as we've said at the beginning of the show, you're going to know more probably by the time you listen to this. Right. And we'll be tweeting out stuff, you know, as it comes out. Um, right. Throughout the night, I'm sure there will be stuff that come out soon. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we'll be trying to, like, keep you guys in the loop as much as possible. Right. And it's going to be, like you said, it's going to be a very interesting free agency period. One thing I want to cover mm-hmm. before we stop, and it does not have to do with basketball. Okay. Um, what's his name? Kevin Keitzman. Oh, my God. Keitzman. 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 Whatever. Who cares? Um, <laughs> he was on the radio talking about Andy Reid and the Chiefs and how he handles personnel mm-hmm. and dragged in. Basically, I don't know if you've heard the clip. Everyone it, has differing opinions on it. It's bad. No matter which way you look at it, the clip is bad. Right. Because I'll, you can finish He your drags synopsis. in Reed's ability to help players, to revitalize them, or to... Quote, um, fix them. Quote, fix them. Um, and then from there, drags in, in his words, the fact that Reed couldn't do it with his own family. Right. Which, if you don't know... Andy Reid's son lost his life in a battle with drugs. Right. So the idea from Keitzman here, Keitzman, who fucking cares? <laughs> um, from Keitzman here, that Andy Reid's family life in any sort of way, in his ability to help his son who lost a battle with drugs, in any way pertains to his ability as a football coach or his ability to coach players is ridiculous. Right. And like, this is what I was just going to say of this quote is horrible. Any way you look at it, because if he's talking of, if he is referencing his son who died, Mm -hmm. that's reprehensible. But even if you're talking about a guy's family life where it's not relevant, you don't do that. Don't bring somebody's kids. Don't bring somebody's wife into the spotlight. They didn't ask for it. It's bullshit that he would even think that, this was a good stance to take, that this was the position to take. Right. And so, you know, he's now off the air with his radio state. I don't, 810. It's 810, yeah. Uh, he's off the air with Lawrence. 810 in KC. Um, I think, is it Lawrence? I think it's I, KC. Whatever, doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Um, he's off the air. Uh, the radio station was basically like, yeah, or the owners of it were like, this. his comments don't align. They weren't up to our standard. He obviously is upset, and he's gave this half-assed apology. Yeah, let's where he's let's like, mention the apology. I'm, I'm sorry if people he said people yeah people took it the wrong way, and he was like, you know what? It's such a short amount of time I'm on the air. First of all, you're on the air for four hours, and he's like, I didn't have time to like fully like basically flesh out what I was trying to say, you know, and yeah. just for the sake of being concise, that's crap. Because here's the thing. If you're going to say something like that, you absolutely make the time to make sure that exactly what you're trying to say is coming across. Right. And when I first heard about this, I was like, okay, thinking of somebody who also does podcasts, things like this, I'm sure I've put my foot in my mouth a few times, mm-hmm. but Jesus Christ, not like that. 
No, you do. And you like when you do these things, like you said, you do put your foot in your mouth. Mm-hmm. I have said things that are incorrect. Right. I have said things that I was like, ah, I could have worded that differently. Right. And you go back and you listen to it later and you're like, that did not come across the way I wanted it to. But still, you're not <laughs> like neither one of us is like, oh, yeah, he can't fix his players. We've seen that in his home life. We, what? Right. It, and it's an it's an absurd thing to say. It was frankly ridiculous. His apology was half-assed at best yeah Um, his interview or whatever he did with kctv5 i think it was not great not great Uh, and so it doesn't it made national headlines right barstool sports i think it was barstool sports was tweeting out like is this guy the like biggest jackass in america which fair (laughs) what what like he's such a dumbass who (laughs) says things like that who on a platform like that mm-hmm. says that kind of shit and is like, yeah, oh, I'm sorry. I was just misunderstood. Right. No, so not- you made the comment. Apologize for the comment that you made because now you know it was incorrect. Don't sit there and backpedal and say, I was misunderstood. Right. It's for me, it's not only the comment, it's the doubling down. Right. Because he never said like oh, I was wrong. He never apologized directly for the comment. He apologized how pe- for how people took the comment. And it's not on the listener. It's on you to communicate the information. It's not right. on the listener to sit there and dissect it and go, oh, well, maybe he might have meant this when he said that. No, yeah. you said what you said. You- apologize for what you said. Move on. Like, yes, you absolutely should be coherent and and concise, but coherent is part of that. You need to make sure that what you're saying comes across, and that is super challenging. We're still learning how to do this. Right. It's not an exact science, but oh my God, you don't say that. Well, and and as we've experienced doing this show, sometimes you do say stuff that you think back on and you go, hmm probably wasn't right there right like there have been times where you've texted me and you've been like wow i had a lot of cold takes on that oh yeah show. like like our recruitment episode that we did four <laughs> yeah. weeks ago You're i like, got my fucking doors blown <laughs> off on signing day where i just was i was so far like i was so i was probably one for 14 from the field yeah day. and i think that's what josh texted me because josh had listened to it and he's like jesus zach had a lot of cold takes yeah it did not age well but like but, but the thing that's is, okay. even, even with those cold takes, I've never attacked someone's family. That's that's the difference. And I never the... made a take that pertained to someone, a death or someone's inability to do something in my opinion or whatever. Yeah. it was, I was just wrong about who went where. Right. I don't think either of us have at any point brought up somebody's family life. No. And I hope we never do because it's irrelevant. No, it's irrelevant. And all right. I don't, I don't want to talk about this guy anymore. Because I'm getting pissed off. Yep, it's, it makes me mad that he did this. I don't want to talk about it. His opinions are relevant. His apologies are relevant. He said what he said. He should have come out, owned up to it like a man, right. dealt with it like a man, and he didn't. Yeah. Or, that's what I'm it comes down to. That. He should have dealt with it like an adult. Yeah. Like, that's what it comes down like to. Like an adult should have dealt with those things. See, look at that. Put your foot in your mouth. You backtracked. You apologized. Right. <laughs> you got it right. He should have handled it like an adult. He handled it like a child and said that yeah. everybody misconstrued him. It's not my fault. It's theirs. And that's ultimately what up. got him fired. Ultimately, I think that that is what got him fired. And rightfully so. Yeah. I mean, I've been this guy. And it's this is not the first time this has happened. We mm. don't have to keep talking about it. But basically, he's had a pattern of saying just like 
shitty things that have just people let it slide this was the finally the straw that broke the camel's back god i really want saran petro to take that time slot please <laughs> i really really want that to happen um hope it does we will keep all of you updated on the situation um especially like those of you who aren't local i don't know if you'll be interested in this but it's really a big deal for the kc area right now right and, and so we'll close this mm-hmm. different note nba free agency starts in three hours all right buckle up grab your popcorn <laughs> it's about to get crazy get your chairs for the comment sections <laughs> yeah get get tell me i was wrong again on um, players <laughs> it's fine i accept that and i'm okay with it mm-hmm. but on that note thank you so much for joining us today mm-hmm. uh this was a, like we said a lot of nba but it was a lot of fun to do yeah we had a great time putting this <laughs> together um be sure to follow us on Twitter at Easy Sports Pod. Um, be sure to rate and review us on iTunes. Those really, really help us. Um, they can actually, like, we've just discovered, like, change the algorithm. So, yep. like, more people can listen to the show. So that really does help us a lot. The more you, ratings, the more reviews we have, the quicker we are to appear on people's searches. Exactly. And, I mean, that's ultimately what we're trying to do is just spread our we're trying to grow. craziness into the world. So. And for everyone that's been joining us, it have we're tracking the numbers. It keeps growing. Yes. We're very excited. Um, yeah, so, so welcome, I guess, to so everybody welcome. who's new here. For, if you're a first-time listener, welcome to the show. Um, I'm, and I'm so sorry we don't talk about Mitchell Smith. That's the one thing that we have to I want to know. I want to know what that one review. It'll, all, it'll bother me to the end of time. I don't care how many reviews we get down the line, how many <laughs> listeners we have. I always want to know what that one person meant by review Mitchell Smith. Right. So, uh, yeah, thank you all for joining us, mm-hmm. and we'll see you next time. Absolutely.